Did you ever have that friend that just couldn't seem to put themselves in your perspective? Did you ever have someone in your life that you're like, no, like, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I'm feeling. And they're just kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Maybe you have someone who's gone through a crazy tragedy or an abusive relationship or, or something. And when people try to talk about it, they're like, I don't really, I, I see what you're going through, but I don't really understand it. Well, when we talk about narcissists, we can kind of take that and ramp that up to a whole nother level because narcissists really struggle and oftentimes have the inability to put themselves in your shoes, to be able to see stuff from your perspective. And a lot of times it produces a lot of conflict in the relationship because you're saying and you're trying to communicate and they're just like, yeah, don't get it. And oftentimes we see that in the aspect of empathy. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all different platforms. So if you don't follow already, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, all over the place, Spotify, Amazon Music, follow us under Raw Motivations. Okay, would love to be able to interact with you, have you involved in the community. Speaking of, we've been making some upgrades and some additions to our community inside the NARC app. We've got some amazing people lined up to be able to come to our monthly group coaching calls where we bring in psychologists, coaches, people from all across the globe to be able to help impact you inside the NARC app. If you haven't had a chance to be able to check it out, go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, narcapp.com. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, community of like-minded people to be able to help you heal, grow, and change. You can interact with the members on there. You can ask advice in columns. You can message people privately to be like, hey, I need help with this. You seem to relate. All those different things can happen inside the app, plus courses, tracking, tracking your no contact, journaling, weekly lives, a lot of different things that are going on and more upgrades to come. So anyways, check that out, narcapp.com. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, would love to be able to help kind of coach you through the aspect of breaking free from a trauma bond. That aspect of like, I know in my mind that this person's toxic, but I still want to be with them. I still want to interact with them. I still want to love them, see them, hold them, kiss them, all that kind of stuff that like feels like crazy making. A lot of times I work with people to try to help them get clarity out of that confusion. Anyway, so as we dive in today, the idea is narcissists can't put themselves in your shoes. Like, they can't see your perspective. You know, even when you're here, you know, and you're watching this video, like I can't see what you see. Like I don't connect the same way to everybody else out there that you connect. Maybe you are high on the level of being empathetic, or maybe you're high on the level of being sensitive. Like there's different aspects that you're going to resonate and connect and touch base with people on a whole nother level that I don't. And so a lot of times I can't see or I can't connect the same way or relate or oftentimes emote the same way that you do. You might see someone that's crying and start to tear up. I might see someone that's crying and I'm like, okay, they're crying. Like there's a different in a connection of what actually happens. And we normally see this and talk about this in the idea of empathy of how someone cares and relates to another person. And with narcissists, we don't really have that whole level of empathy or the level of empathy that's there needs to be toned down or else it might actually indicate something revealing about ourselves. And so a lot of times that can't happen. Okay. So as a narcissist, seeing another person's perspective is extremely hard, is extremely difficult, especially when we bring in emotions and feelings and all those ucky, you know, vulnerable stuff. Okay. And a lot of times the narcissist can't really understand and can't really see it. So like an idea, like let's say you're walking in the house and you accidentally turn a corner and you stub your toe. 
Okay, for you, you might be like, oh my gosh, like this is like really hard, really frustrating, like this hurts. The narcissist is like, okay, like I don't really relate, I don't really care, I don't really like it doesn't it doesn't affect me. Like it doesn't really matter. You see, the thing that's different there is a lot of times the narcissist, if if they haven't stubbed their toe, if they haven't gone through that experience, then it doesn't really connect. I'm like, okay, that sucks, you stub your toe, like get over it. Like that's the thought process. Okay, when you're upset about stubbing your toe and the narcissist is around, what's really happening there is like, wait a second, how you're responding, how you're acting, how you're getting upset about you stubbing your toe, that's being an inconvenience to my life. That's being an inconvenience to what I want to do, or you're being too loud so I can't hear on the phone or play my game or whatever it might be. You'll see a lot of times where narcissists will just get upset at what you're going through because it's an inconvenience. Same idea whenever you get sick, you become a giant inconvenience to the narcissist because you're no longer either supplying them, serving them, or just existing so that they don't have to take care of another human being. Now, sometimes you have a little bit of idea of the narcissist stubs their toe. Well, they have a little bit idea of the cognitive aspect of, oh, this is what it feels like, and oh, this sucks. The problem is, if I stub my toe, then it's like, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing ever. And if you don't placate to my demands, then you're the worst person ever. So you see how it flips? Hypocritical, doesn't make sense. It's not the best thing ever, obviously. But I want to kind of explain that. Okay, so when you get hurt, there's an aspect that like when you get hurt, you get hurt in a certain way that the narcissist doesn't feel the same way. A lot of times people are like, I just want the narcissist to know my pain. I just want them to understand or to understand what I'm going through. And the thing is, they're not going to because they don't feel the same way as you. They have feelings, but they don't feel the same as you. So like, for instance, a lot of my perspective of life growing up in general and life now is a huge aspect of being closed off, of not being able to show those emotions, not being able to engage with vulnerability. Those things seem to be out there of like that is a scary thing to be able to bring into my life now sometimes it's scary for everybody in general but for a narcissist it's even more so of like i have to be able to hide those emotions i have to be able to hide those feelings because i can't appear weak or i can't appear vulnerable or i can't appear like i'm actually being transparent about something that i'm feeling or thinking that might not be acceptable or might not be good for me to be able to ex communicate or explain so like, let's give it like another idea of like when you're sad or when you cry. I've done a couple like short videos on this and I haven't done a long one in a while, but like when you're sad or when you cry, one of the first things that happens is oftentimes the narcissist looks at you, you're crying and you're sad and they're like, how are you trying to manipulate me right now? Because a lot of times when the narcissist is sad or when they're crying, it's used as a form of manipulation. It's used as something to get what they want. Let me do this to produce a result that I'm going to get from this person. So a lot of times a narcissist looks at you when you're sad and crying and they're like, I think you're trying to manipulate me. I'm not going to fall for it. Okay. Other times the narcissist don't know what to do with your emotions. Literally, like, it's just like, I don't know what to do. So you just pass it off. Or like, I don't want to do, so I'm going to leave. Like, you're crying, I'm just like, okay, let's just get out of here. Because it's a lot easier to avoid those experiences than it is to actually deal with them and open up the aspect of emotions and vulnerability. Remember, those are some of the things we're running away from. The other thing is a lot of times a narcissist won't acknowledge your emotions. Not that they can't. A lot of times a narcissist won't acknowledge your emotions because that will mean their ego will have to die. 
A huge part about a narcissist having empathy and actually acknowledging the emotions that you have in your life means that my ego has to say, hey, the reason why you're crying is actually because of me, because I did something wrong. Therefore, I am wrong. Therefore, I am bad. And that doesn't match up with the mask that I have, so I have to run away from that. Hopefully that makes sense, okay? The narcissists struggle a lot of times when you feel sad or when you cry because they think that you're manipulating, they don't know what to do with the emotions, and they can't acknowledge your emotions without admitting that they did something wrong and their ego dying. You see, a lot of times when we're talking through some of this, especially when we talk about emotions, feelings, seeing stuff from your perspective, it is helpful to kind of touch on the idea that narcissists see a lot of the world in black and white thinking, that something is all good or all bad. You're great or you're awful. You're the best thing or you're the worst thing. Like there's there's polar opposites. And it's the idea of even like object relations where I can't actually put in my head that you could coexist having good and bad traits. You're either all good or you're all bad. Think of it maybe like a kid in a school where they've done a great job, you know, throughout multiple grades of getting really good grades. And then they have a test where they get a really bad grade. And the narcissist looks at him and he's like, I can't believe it. You're such a ridiculous student. Like you're not even trying, like all this kind of stuff. Like they come and they they yell at the kid because the kid got a bad grade when the end of the day, they've been doing really good. But in that moment, that bad thing switched everything to being like, none of that good stuff matters. You're just all bad now because you're not producing what you're supposed to produce. A lot of times the narcissist will see that in that switch or flip of the kid being in a school, or like, let's say if you disrespect the narcissist, if you like, you talk about your relationship with other people, like, I can't believe you disrespected me. Like you, you show something to someone else that puts them in a bad light. Like you made me look bad. Like, I can't believe you disrespect me like that. Or maybe it's the idea of you confess something down the road of like, you know, I actually did something wrong a while back. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did that. So they switch in their mindset of now you're all bad. You see, they're not going to have a perspective of what you're going through to be able to see that things aren't all bad or all good. They're typically going to look at it just through their own mindset, which is a skewed mindset, and not really be able to see stuff from your perspective. Hopefully that helps because I know it feels like crazy making a lot of time as you're going through it of being like, why can't you just understand me? Why can't you just feel what I'm feeling or experience what I'm experiencing? And a lot of times, they're not going to feel and experience stuff the same way. And especially being unaware, they're not willing to actually engage with that stuff to learn how you're actually feeling and what's actually going on. So just remember, you're not crazy. You're not alone. You're not hopeless. Reach out for help.